When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Big Dave Podcast. B105, Dan and Shay, it's the Big Dave Show. Happy uh, Wednesday to you. And, uh, well, she's going to save a whole lot of trouble with her Alexa, her Amazon Alexa, because a lady named Jess has gone viral with a clip that she posted to TikTok. Uh, she's from Cozy Life with Bless. It's Jess there who finally had enough of Alexa. Their Alexa just coming on and talking all of a sudden Ooh, and, and recognizing them <laughs> and doing things. And uh, I, I've got an Alexa and mine's done it once or twice. Like not much. Talked by itself? Yeah, like said something. And I wasn't, I was like, what was that? Oh, it was probably Alexa. But well, I've only had Surrey speak up. Like, would you like me to order that for you? I'm like, wait, no, no. no. I'm, not, I'm just talking about cars or something, you know, or I need a part. Uh, so uh, people think it's weird that it's like listening. Well, of course it is. It's and always it's listening. even weirder that it's talking back. Yeah. You're not freaked out that your Alexa's just talking out of nowhere? Well, not as much as uh, Jess here. My husband and I are officially done with Alexa. I thought it was creepy enough. She'd be like, for Jess, here are some recommendations. Or like, Hello, Jess. So I think that's like already weird that Alexa can recognize my voice. But then this past weekend, I was gone out of town and it kept like talking to my husband. And yesterday we were just done as soon as like she was just speaking after like not being talked to at all. Unplugged it. Yeah, that was kind of our final straw. So I guess she's jealous of Alexa. Is that what she's saying? Well, it, it comes off a little bit. It sounds for one second like she's jealous, but also that is very strange. It is strange. You know, it happens on, on your phone all the time, Dave. Well, it'll, it'll, I mean, it'll just out of the blue. You'll be talking about mac and cheese or something, and it'll be like playing songs by String Cheese. Oh yeah, well it, that it actually goes through my Apple Watch, which goes through my phone, and sometimes I'll say something, and I'm not sure what it is, and it'll be like calling Danny. And I'm like, wait, wait, no, stop. What are you doing? <laughs> so it is a very strange thing, but this lady has taken it to the next level. And i uh, just curious, 749-B105, does your Alexa ever just go off by itself and start talking to you? Yeah, if you had to ban Alexa. You know, if you, I mean, most of the time I'm like, hey, Alexa, and then it comes on out of hibernation mode or rest mode. But just this one sounds like it was just, hey, how's it going? You Ew. walk in the room. No, no, no. That's creepy. All right, 749-B105. Let's hear from you. In the meantime, more of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. A Moments ago, we were talking about this lady, Jess, who's gone viral with a video she posted where she's decided to get rid of Alexa, the Amazon Alexa in their house, because it's just talking all the time. It won't shut up. And, and, and it recognizes their voice when they're just talking to somebody else in the room. Hi, Jess. How you doing? Uh, enough of that. So they've unplugged it. Mara, you say you've had a problem with your Alexa. I have indeed at about 7 p.m. almost every night. She will say, it's almost bedtime. I will start the Beatrice Potter collection in 10 minutes. <laughs> Why would it say that? No idea. You've never programmed her because on my old Alexa, it would be like on Friday, like 4.30. She would say, it's time to start the weekend. And like a little like crowd would go off. Uh -huh. But I'm pretty sure it was programmed to do that. Did you, like program, it to, did you program it to do that? 
I did not. Uh, hey, I'll be honest with you. Over the holidays, I went to a lot of family members' houses, and I set a lot of alarms for fart noises to go off <laughs> at like noon on oh it tomorrow. God. Yeah, so just That's so you fun. know, it, it could have been a family member of yours playing a joke on yeah, you. Yeah, but if it does it every night, Maura, you're saying yeah. so. Let me ask you this: Is your Alexa firsthand? Did you buy it new, or did you get one that was pre-owned? Oh, uh, we bought it new. I don't know. And you haven't thrown her out yet, so every well, day you're just like, no, Alexa, I'm, I'm good. I will unplug her occasionally. Well, so <laughs> at 7.30, she says this, so at 7.40, does she start reading Beatrice Potter to you guys? Or No, she does not. Okay. Well, she just threatens. <laughs> she doesn't even follow through. Everybody go to bed or I'm reading Beatrice Potter over here. Uh, and yeah. I don't even know who Beatrice Potter is. Glad <laughs> you said that. <laughs> hey, next time she says it, say, "Hey Alexa, who is Beatrice Potter?" I'll do it tonight. Thank you. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. So uh, Alexa has now taken over our show. And by the way, you can say, hey, Alexa, play B105 <laughs> in Cincinnati, and she'll play it. So that's nice. But uh, we got Jess, this lady that went viral because her Alexa would not stop talking to her and her husband. So they decided to just ditch it. And uh, Sandy from Walton says she's got a problem <laughs> with her Alexa. What is it? I have solved it, but... My bathroom wall is on the other side of the kitchen wall, and my Echo device, which has the Alexa on it, is on that wall. And all of a sudden, I would be in the bathroom just having gotten up, and I heard somebody talking in the kitchen, and I live alone. Oh. <laughs> so I was, I was freaked out, and I went into the kitchen, and she's talking to me, and, you know, she's saying, it's 8.10, it's, you know, telling you the time. And so I said, Alexa, don't talk to me if I'm not talking to you. And she said, thank you, I will, something about learning from that. Well, she didn't learn. I was getting to where I was yelling at her every morning. <laughs> so I finally went to the Alexa app and had a chat, and they told me how to reset the device. And you did that, and it, and it cleared it up? Yes. You have to unplug your Wi-Fi modem and router and your device, in my case, an Echo device. Yeah. You wait 30 seconds, you plug in the modem first, then you wait for all the lights to initialize, you plug in the router and wait for the lights, make sure no red lights on the router or the modem. My God! <laughs> plug in the Echo, and once the Internet starts, then you open the app, you select the device, Select the setting. Select Bluetooth. How do you wait? I wrote it down. Oh, Sandy. Okay, you're reading it for you. Wrote it. Okay, I was about to say. How did you remember all? Because I was sitting there thinking. And then you, you know, grab a salt shaker and throw a spit over each shoulder. And all right. Exactly. Well, I'm glad this worked out for you now. It did. It has been wonderful ever since. Who knew there were that many problems with Alexa for our listeners there? It's uh, 849. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, the Big Dave Show. Here we are uh, Wednesday, January the 3rd, 2024. But for all intents and purposes, it could be January the 3rd, 1996. According to your calendar, if you have a 1996 calendar around, it's it's still good. 
Is that what you're saying, Ashley? Social media is freaking out right now because if you are to dig up a 1996 calendar, it mimics this year, 2024. So, of course, everyone, you know, like, oh, I got to find it. I got to go back and dig it out of the closet sure. and do what with it? Try to sell it on eBay, of, of course. course. Oh. <laughs> Try to make money off of it. So everything is exactly the same. It, it, this year is a leap year. Mm -hmm. So we'll have a February 29th. And you obviously had one of those in 1996. So, yeah, there's photos everywhere all over the Internet. If you haven't seen them yet of 1996 calendars like it's just, I don't know, taking the internet by storm, but they're saying there's five other years that mirror 2024, 1940, okay. 1968, and then looking into the future, 2052, 2080, and 2120. Whoa. Oh, my all gosh. Dude, my, I just went through all my mom's stuff. She kept all of her calendars throughout the years. Uh -huh. I could probably pull out the 96 calendar oh. and then also put on the shirts I wore in 1996, too, because I <laughs> still well. got some band t-shirts from there. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. That, that begs the question. All right, well, Statman, what were you doing in 1996? Let's see. I was uh, in the middle of my junior year of high school, I guess it was. So I was working at Johnny's Toys. Okay. So this was our slow period of restocking shelves and stuff. What about you, Big Dave? I was uh, working on the uh, morning show at uh, WKDF in Nashville. I was, oh, uh, yeah, that's what like, I was like doing. Like a bullet tattoo on your arm. <laughs> yep, like my tattoo. Yeah. So, uh, Ashley, were you even born yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was born in 92. So I was four. So I was about to probably go to preschool or something. I'm sure I was eating somewhere. All right. So, what we've done here, uh, we've accomplished now, is everybody listening is going to be going through stuff today yeah. to see if you can find a 1996 calendar. I don't know who would hold on to that, though. Well, really? your mom. Well, and my yeah, grandma. So. My grandma had like towels. She still has them. I'll have to see if she's got one. It's a towel calendar. And I'm like, why is that a thing? That like was a, a thing. I don't know if yeah. it just lays on the table or if you actually use it. We'll have to see if she's got one from 1996. Mm, I'm wiping off with June today. <laughs> Here we go. Is the style is from 90, 1996 with the baggy jeans and oversized t-shirts. Yeah. The kids look exactly the same as look, they used to. There we go. All right. We'll look for it. 1996 calendars. Still good this year. More of the Big Dave podcast. It's the Big Dave Show, 623. Happy uh, Wednesday to you. Statman back from his vacation and uh, on your way to uh, see your brother Tom out in Denver, Colorado there. Uh, you got to do something I'm I'm pretty jealous of. Hey, hey, see that, kids? That's the St. Louis Arch, the gateway to the west. It's over 600 feet tall, and there's an elevator all the way to the top. Wow, Jack, you go up on it? No. <laughs> of course, no. but unlike Clark Griswold, Statman, yeah. when you're driving the family, the tribe across country, you guys stopped at it. Yeah, in fact, it's uh, I mean, 630 feet to the top. The The foundation goes down 60 feet into the ground. We'll prop this thing up, and it'll sway up to 18 inches back and forth. <laughs> sure. Uh, when we got to the top, you definitely feel it kind of swaying. Oh, my moving. gosh. Yeah, it was kind of creepy. But the neat part was the elevator to get to the top. Yeah, I've always wondered about that. So you can take the elevator. How does that work? It, it goes like at a slant, and you're in these little tubular portal things and uh, it's like a group of five in each one okay. and then as it goes up it adjusts to the slant. So you're never so like you're, sideways yeah, and stuff. So okay. you start to recline back in your chair and then it clicks forward and then it starts Is to Is it smooth? Or like uh, a rocky? Kind of a smooth it <laughs> self-adjust but when it makes that little adjustment it's like... Rrr. 
Okay. Well, well, everybody kind of grabs his seat. It, does it feel like a like when you're at Kings Island on a big roller coaster and you're starting the tick 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 tick? Does it kind of feel totally, like that? Okay, going way. up the yeah. hill. Yeah. Then your ears pop, and it, it was just <laughs> fascinating, man. All the history with it too. It's kind of cool, and I connected it to here in Cincinnati. That's what I want to know. How is there a Cincinnati connection? Yeah. To this? So back in 1948, they did this big competition where any designer could come up with the next big monument in the United States. Mm -hmm. And a guy by the name of T. Marshall Rainey, who worked on waterfront plans here in Cincinnati, also helped design the Columbia Parkway. Nice. He was a runner-up in the competition. And he went on to be a critic at the University of Cincinnati and taught all sorts of architectural design and stuff here in Cincinnati. Well, I wonder what his design was, what his idea was. Um, it was kind of <laughs> like lame. It was a lot of more pools and okay. no big, giant, over-the-top arch. arch. Now, yeah. what, what did your, your daughters went with you and your wife... Yeah. What did your daughters think about this? Because well, it's like, you know, they're at that age yeah. where were they excited? We're like, this is kind of lame. Oh, they soaked it up. It was so cool. We did a little museum beforehand and mm -hmm. learned about Jefferson and the Louisiana Purchase and all this. And I'm like, you kids are into this? <laughs> oh, <Okay, laughs> right. good. Yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. And then, I mean, it's just massive when you see it up up close. I mean, it's... 900 tons of stainless steel in front of you. It's so shiny. Um, and then, you know, it, it's 630 feet wide and up to the top. So it's like one big circle, and that's what gives it its strength. Okay. Oh, right. I see. Okay. And me, I'm like, how much did it cost? Uh, $1.5 billion or something like that. It, no, it was, it no, was I meant for crazy. you to go in it. Oh, oh I think it was like $10. <laughs> <laughs> That was, all right. Well, good. I'm glad you had fun. You can see a video of this over on our uh, B105 Facebook page. Check it out. It's very cool. Statman at the Arch. More of the Big Dave podcast. B105, the Big Dave show. Statman back. We heard him earlier uh, talking about his road trip from here in Cincinnati uh, to Denver, Colorado to see your brother Tom. It took almost 18 hours of a combined trip. We split it in half and oh. stopped in Kansas City. But, but you did stop in St. Louis and see the arch. You were uh, talking yep, about that yep. earlier. But okay, so over the break, I crossed something off my Bucky's list, I should say. <laughs> my bucket list of going to a Bucky's. I went to the one in Richmond, Kentucky, never done that. However, you had to pass tons of Bucky's between here and in Colorado, right? Driving? To you would think, but we didn't see a single one. Instead of Bucky's, we saw Stuckies. Stuckies. <laughs> yeah. oh, and they're kind yeah. of making a comeback. Now, if you don't know, Stuckies were kind of the original. Before. Yeah, okay. but they weren't ever as big and lavish as Bucky's. But uh, the Stuckies I grew up in, when we would drive from Murfreesboro, Tennessee, to West Tennessee to see my grandparents, we'd always stop at Stuckies because they were famous for two things. Uh, selling state spoons. You could get a, you know, like, hey, I got the Ohio spoon. I got the, you know, whatever. And they had pecan logs. Those were the big things. It's like a pecan roll thing with a marshmallowy thing inside of it. I, right. I don't even know if you describe it as marshmallow. It's just. Did you like them? Oh, yeah, they were great. Okay. Yeah, you get okay. one. So that, but they still have those stats. Uh, well, I, I actually brought you back some of the Stuckey's pecan gophers, oh. which I think are kind of like the log, but these have like chocolate on top of them. Are they They're trying to patties? hoard in on the beaver from Bucky's with gophers? You uh, may oh, yeah, might be there. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, I, I figured I'm going out west. I might as well bring some gophers. Bring <laughs> back. For you guys. There's so a, a white chocolate and a chocolate, Dave. First of all, thank you. Yes. 
Uh, you pick. pick which one you want. Pick and I'll your ta- pick. I'll, I'll take the white chocolate. I'll say Stucky's bathrooms are not as awesome <laughs> as, as Bucky's. <laughs> but it was kind of cool. You know, they have their, all their own brand food and everything. And yeah. it was pretty, pretty intense. I don't know. Well, a few years ago, I believe the granddaughter of the guy that founded Stucky's took over the company. Uh-huh. And she's trying, she's kind of young and hip and cool. And she's trying to bring back Stucky's. Gotcha. So it sounds like it's working. Oh, it sounds yeah. like a knockoff brand to me of Bucky's. Like you're saying it's yeah. first. And I'm like, Stuckies, that just sounds. Oh, no, Stuckies yeah. was first. It was original. Stuckies, okay. they had good bur- Did you eat anything there? Did you get a burger? They they must be famous for their sweets because there was nobody yelling, uh, fresh uh, bacon <laughs> on the board. <laughs> just the gopher. What are they called again? Pecan gopher. Pecan gophers. Well, I'm going to go for it here in a second. Thank you, Stat. <laughs> And happy Wednesday to you. A Statman back today. So the gang is all together. Yay. And uh, Ashley's nightmare is over of having to do the show by herself for two weeks during the uh, Christmas break. Uh, well, yeah. It wasn't that bad. I'm just a little jealous of y'all's time off. I know you are. But yeah. you would think that would be enough that you would be burdened with. But something else horrible happened to <laughs> Even you. Even worse. And on oh. New Year's Eve of yeah. all days. I know. And it was like towards the end of the night. And, you know, if you haven't experienced it, you've at least maybe had a close call or the fear of Mm -hmm. my big old phone was in my back pocket and I was going to use go pee. Yeah. And what do you know? I hear the phone hit the bowl of the toilet. Oh, Like I forgot to take it out of my pocket. I figured it was in my purse. Why was it in my back pocket? Whatever. And... I feel like I moved really quickly. I'm oh, not that's really the sure. fastest you'll ever move right <laughs> not there. Not really sure what it looked like in real time, but it felt like <laughs> as soon as the phone went into the toilet that I grabbed that sucker out of there. Mm-hmm. Luckily, just water had been in it, but okay, it's still disgusting and still a toilet. I was sure. worried for you. Like, was yeah. it while you're sitting down or standing up? Well, I had to, you know, how you go pee style, you got to take your pants off. And, and as that process was out. happening, oh. yes, yeah, so I grab my phone, I take the case off. I'm blowing into like the charging hole Mm -hmm. to try to get any water out of it. I mean, it was completely submerged. And this, not particular instance, but I would always get in the pool or my phone would go into a cup like growing up. Yeah. There had been many times where I was somewhere and I'm like, I need a bag of rice, you know? Oh, sure. Or you take it completely apart. And put it in the bag of rice, and then you just like kind of cross your fingers and pray for like the three hours that it's in there. And then I'm dying because I can't use my phone for three hours, you know, first world problems. Yeah. So I'm like freaking out because also this is my, the, my phone is my contact to everyone yeah. and my ride home later with Uber. Oh boy. Oh. So I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, luckily, so far, so good. It, how, now, how it, long did it take before you knew it, it was okay? Well, it never turned off. Oh, that's good. It never did anything wrong. And then now I'm just like, cool, I got this toilet phone that I hold to my face. Oh, great. Lovely. Oh, please let me wipe that off over there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you sanitize it. <laughs> so it, it's just amazing to me how technology is compared to like growing up. Yeah. Where nobody, you know, younger probably even knows like the rice trick or how like it's just it would be over any yeah. kind of water damage to your phone completely over uh-huh. and then you were just hoping the rice would work that's yeah. what happened to me on on vacation I, the kids jumped into the ocean i had my phone and a i had my swim trunks on but it had like a cargo pocket and that's where my phone was i forgot got into the water and i felt it 
vibrate. Uh-oh. And I went, ah! Pulled it out. <laughs> and then, and this was like the second day into like a Disney cruise. So, I mean, it was, oh, a, we had no. a long time to go. Oh, I had man. it out in the sun. I took a, what I could. It was an iPhone, so I couldn't take that much apart. I did the bag of rice thing. Mm-hmm. That I, trick it did work sometimes. I literally sat in our cabin with a hair dryer trying to blow into all the holes on it. And, and, <laughs> That's how you're spending your vacation. Yeah, and in nothing. If it, you're just you joining us in this mind? conversation right now, he's talking about a phone, a by phone, the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in the end, uh, it didn't work. And when I got home, oh. I was able to take apart the iPhone. Uh-huh. Oh, the salt water just corroded it. It was oh, so yeah. you got lucky. And, oh yeah, and so lucky. Then, you couldn't save the pictures on your well, phone. Well, no, absolutely. Contest. I had backed up my to? phone before we left on vacation to my computer. Okay, so, so just I the had first done that. few days of vacation right. photos. Yeah, right. that's all I missed okay. was two days of vacation photos. So I'm just waiting any second now for this thing to like crap out. I got to go buy a new phone, but well, it's going strong. I'd be more good... worried about pink eye than I would yeah. than anything. <laughs> I think crap out was a good choice of words. <laughs> <there. I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The Big Dave Podcast. B105, The Big Dave Show. We just heard Ashley's harrowing tale of <laughs> dropping her phone on New Year's Eve into the toilet. Luckily, or, just into water. Just into the water. And uh, luckily, you got it out really quick and everything so far is okay. So far, so good. But uh, Rachel from NKY wants to join in on this conversation. What do you got? Um, Ashley, you actually know this person that this happened to as well. Um, we were at Pachinko's on St. Patrick's Day one year. And one of my best friends goes to the bathroom, and her phone fell into the porta potty outside oh. of Pachinko's. Oh, not the porta! And she grabbed it, Ew. brings it outside, goes to hand it to me, and was like, "I need you to hold this while I wash my hands." And I was like, "I am not touching that." Not Ew. Oh my god! Oh, that's uh, like the worst nightmare. It uh, can't get worse than that, that can so- it? She sat it on the ground between my feet while she went and got hand sanitizer. She sanitized her hands, the phone, everything, and it worked for like a year. Wow. That still worked. <laughs> wow. Was it was it blue? From the um, yeah. Well, funny, she took the case off probably like three weeks later and there was blue crusted inside of it. Oh, three weeks later. Come All right. On. That's enough. People are trying to eat <laughs> breakfast here, Rachel. Come on. Big Dave Show. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B. B105. It's Who Was Right Last Night. You're right. On B105. You know what? You're right. All right. Who Was Right Last Night here early January? And guess what? It's about a New Year's resolution. And we welcome in Lynn. Good morning, Lynn. Good morning. Okay, so you and your husband, Patrick, are uh, at odds over his New Year's resolution, which is to get in better shape, which seems like mm-hmm. everybody should be for that. But there's something else that's sprung <laughs> from that that you want to uh, get weighed in on this morning. Yeah, I mean, I love the actual resolution. That's a great resolution. <laughs> but the thing is, my husband wants to buy a one-year gym membership. Like he wants, he's like, it's a better deal, hon. Let's buy the one year. And I'm telling you, he has a history of not following through with things. <laughs> so I think, like, paying for one year, it's like, come on, let's be real. I think he should join a month to month because I'm, I'm telling you guys, I'm 99.9% certain he's going to stop going. January 31st, if he makes it even that long. Oh, wow. So you have basically (laughs) zero confidence in Patrick as he tries to better himself here. I don't. 
I don't. I mean, yes, that would be amazing if he did. And, you know, you can tell me I'm wrong. I would love to be proven wrong. But he's got a track record, okay? This is just, I, I love him. I love my husband, but he does not follow through. So it's like, let's be real, right? Why is he against month to month? Like he wants to make the major commitment? Well, he won. It's a better deal. And he's always looking for better deals. So sure. if you pay up front for a year, it's a better deal. And the other thing is he knows this about himself. So he's like, I, if I do the whole year, I'll go. And I just feel like it's not going to happen. The, this is tried and true for every gym out there. They make their money February to December on the people that bought in January and never came back. That's true. Right. They make their money off of people who don't come to the gym. I know, but if he's got the money and he's excited about it. Yeah, I would love it to, I trust me, I would love that to be the case. It's just, she I just, just feel like month to month is yeah. better. Well, and it's still better than him trying to buy some, like, you know, really expensive uh, piece of, like, equipment, like a treadmill or something, and then you're putting it in your house. Mm -hmm. Those are, yeah. could be thousands of dollars or That's, that near, you know, they have. Oh, geez. I mean. Exactly. So, Lynn, you love your husband. We want to get that, but you just don't think this yeah. is wise and exactly month to month is the way to go. Yes, exactly. Do you have a closing argument, Lynn, before we go to the jury here? Okay, great. Yes, my, my closing argument, I'm just going to restate the facts here. Patrick, love you. Incredible husband. What a great resolution. But let's be real and do this month to month just in case. Statman, juror member number one, are you a team Patrick or team Lynn here? Well, I'll tell you what. I've had a gym membership only one year in my life, and I went every month to the gym because I'm so cheap I felt like I was wasting my money if I didn't go. So I'm going to say go ahead and let him get the year membership and maybe that'll motivate him to actually go and not waste money. Okay, and I'm going to say let him just sign up for the year and if he's wrong, oh my gosh, this sounds so terrible. If he fails, you can say I told you so, but just let him do his thing. <laughs> okay, Lynn, before I give you my vote and say you're mm -hmm. right, I need to know two things that Patrick has started in the past and stopped mm -hmm. that lead you to say, this is what's going to happen. This is inevitable. Okay, great. I've got them right off the top of my head. <laughs> the first one is, is golf. He was all into golf. He got the whole bag. He got shoes. He got his cute little outfits and joined this golf club. And he had went for, I'm telling you, like about a month. And then he stopped going. So that's one. And then the second one is gardening. He was like, honey, I'm going to make the front lawn look so good. And he did. He was all in, went to the store, got all these plants. And guess who's watering them and keeping the upkeep to this day? That is me. So... All right, then you have my vote. Uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, that was simple. I just needed to hear reasoning. So, uh, Thank there, you. All right, but let's see. It's not over yet. What our B105 audience thinks through the app and at 749-B105. Sounds great. All right, happy new year to you and Patrick, and uh, good luck to him <laughs> on his getting in shape journey. Thank you so much. Happy new year. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, who was right last night? Uh, we heard from Lynn this morning, whose husband, Patrick, has decided to get in shape for 2024, wants to join a gym and do a one-year membership. And she's like, oh, looking at his track record of starting stuff and never finishing it, I think we should go month to month.
<laughs> However, we sided with Patrick two to one over Lynn, but that doesn't mean anything. Let's see what our B105 jury has to say. Larry from Crittenton, you have an idea. What is it? Her husband should join Planet Fitness right now. They have it's where it's only 24 cents down and $10 a month. And he can, there's no contract. And he can go there. He, if he goes a month, he can go another month. But also what they have there is they have trainers. I was one of them people that would go and quit, go and quit. Well, I once started to go there, and I went for a crit, and I weighed 411 pounds. Holy now cow. I'm down to 280 pounds. Way Whoa, to go. That's good. awesome. Wow. You know, that's because I had a trainer. I had a trainer help me stay and not quit. Yes, Sarah McLeod, uh, she messaged in and saying Apple Fitness, it's $90 a year, I guess, but the guided coaching is the way to go. Mm. Accountability yeah. is where it's at. My wife, she goes through and she, how much did you start weighing, honey? I was 180. She was 180 and she's down to 230. <laughs> I mean, 130 a minute. Yeah. Okay. Uh, she Dang, went the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all are crushing it. Good job, guys. Well, Larry, congratulations. Is, is there any uh, amount that you're going to try to lose this year? Yeah, I'm going to try to get down to uh, 200. There you go. Yeah, we're rooting for you, man. Hey, uh, let's go to Melissa from Cincy is on Team Lynn, and why is that? I just feel that if you do a month-to-month, -month, then once that bill comes up, you can reevaluate your commitment to your New Year's resolution. And then that way you can save some money if you're like, oh, this isn't really working for me, or I would rather do it at home. Personally, I have a Beachbody subscription that I just paid a whole year for. Yeah, I do my workouts at home, and it works for me because then I don't have to get out in the cold, get in my car, go to the gym, lose motivation, get back out of my car in the cold, <laughs> go in the gym, get sweaty, and come back out of the gym and be cold. Mm, yeah. oh, that does do everything at home. The yep. struggle is real. We had somebody call in and say about the uh, Apple Fitness thing. So I have an mm -hmm. I, I have an Apple Watch, and one night I was sitting in my chair watching something streaming, like probably Seinfeld. I brought a potato chip from the bag to my mouth and closed an exercise ring on my watch. I'm like, <laughs> well, I guess I win, right? Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, I got rid of my, my fitness tracker. I decided that the 10,000 steps wasn't working for me, and but I found something that was, and I lost 40 pounds since September, or nice. I'm sorry, February, and so Beachbody worked for me, but the really, the thing was, is I stopped drinking coffee and I started stretching. There you go. Good for you. Well, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh -huh. Have a great New Year's. More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105 and Jordan Davis. It's the Big Dave Show 751. And uh, I guess they are what spins around each other's worlds now. Because, Stat, you were doubtful at first of the uh, validity of the Travis Kelsey-Taylor Swift relationship. I, I thought it was all for headlines. Mm -hmm. I, I, I just didn't think it was i don't know it just didn't seem realistic to me but now i've i'm changed i think they have what it takes to maybe be together for quite a while well I'm not saying marriage well we'll see because new year's eve of course she was at the kansas city cincinnati game in kansas city and, and I uh, guess they spent Christmas together. Yeah. And, holidays, and his place. New Year's Eve. Uh, there's a video circulating now where even TMZ has hired a professional lip reader because they think Travis Kelsey might have said, I love you to Taylor Swift. Oh, my goodness. It's so, that serious. They're that serious. So, well, well, that's what. <laughs> that's it, but the lip reader said, I can't make heads or tails. What a gig. I know. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> if, to get paid for like what we think you think they said. Okay. Oh, well, people get paid for 
Stranger Things. I'll say that. Now, you go to this, and last night I'm scrolling through Facebook, and there's this very realistic video of Taylor Swift up, and it says, Taylor Swift slams Cincinnati Bengals. And I'm like, oh, wow. It's AI. It's AI, but it is so realistic looking. And uh, this is what they had the AI Taylor Swift say about our Bengals. Did you know that there is an annual NFL phenomena where the Bengals publicly talk trash (laughs) on the world champion Chiefs before the game and then the Chiefs traditionally end the Bengals season? It's a particularly amazing thing to witness. The Bengals fans physically transform into pillars of pure salt as they melt down. (laughs) Soon after, the entire Cincinnati area transforms into a city of salt. Amazing stuff. And it's happening right now. Be sure to check it out. Yeah, wow. so that, that's her voice, but that, that's yeah. not the way she talks. No, I mean, I don't think she would say but t- a pillar of salt. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I think it's interesting that they could do this. I guess they do this with all kinds of Taylor Swift videos, like where she's speaking Chinese and doing all this weird stuff. I mean, it's scary. scary. It is scary. Some people will fall for that. But they, I looked at the comments, and people were like, "Oh well, you just lost a fan, Taylor Swift." And people are like commenting underneath, "It's AI. It's not real. It's what happens." You though. think there will be some sort of like lawsuit or something involving that of people creating these things? Oh, well, if somebody incriminates himself. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Bad accusations or something or admitting to a crime that they didn't do. Exactly. It's all fake. Yeah. What? But you don't really need a... More of the Big Dave Podcast. B105, Carly and Chris there. It's uh, 811, the Big Dave Show. Uh, before our break, well, we got to play this old Beatles song for Statman's daughter, Stacy, who uh, got her driver's license, passed her test and everything there. So. Yeah, I gave my daughter an old Buick. Well, about you? well now <laughs> I have uh, going to play this in honor of my daughter, Dara, who got her license a little bit before Stacy there. Uh, we went out car shopping. Okay. And uh, it was time to get her a car. That's awesome. Yeah, so I decided to undertake this massive task over the uh, Christmas break. And at first it involved, of course, I had to, you know, tell her, go over to uh, carryautomotive.com because I do all their commercials and everything. So, I'm, you know, that's who I've got to go with or they'll... You'll fire me. (laughs) But they're a great group of people. And she looked online and, you know, here, there, and everywhere. So I said, all right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to drive out to some of the dealerships and just drive around and look. And we won't get out of my truck. And if you see something you like, then we will. So she didn't, she wasn't leaning on any direction towards, mm-hmm. I want this particular car. No. So you, no. you got to get behind the wheel, try them. Let's up. just see okay. them first. Let her, it's also like a first car, really, right? Yeah, absolutely. So this is the thing. So we drive around and it took me about an hour to realize this is fruitless. This is not going to happen. She's not going to. So I said, all right, let's go back to my house. We're going to get online. Get on the internet. So we went back and did that again found something and there it was at Cary Nissan went out and made it happen took her on a test drive uh, with my friend Judy out there who's awesome she went with us on the test drive she's the office manager but came down to go with us oh that's nice and it's a 2024 what no 2020 (laughs) not 2024 come on now what are you thinking Uh, it's a 2020 uh, Hyundai Kona 
And uh, very is it nice. little SUV thing? It's kind of like a mini SUV. It's a like Kona. a little like car. Kona SL is a little what they grocery call it. getter. Something good on gas. Keep her safe. Very nice. Yeah. So yeah, it was. It's it's. Uh, I can't remember the name of the gray that they have. You know how those car colors are, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's something like gray. Gunmetal fighter jet gray. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So uh, all good to go. It only had like thirty three thousand miles on it. So I was oh, like, that's way low. And, and I was like, please like this car. Please like this car. <laughs> and she did because yeah. So uh, we got it, and we drove it home. Well, she did. Well, I drove behind her, and it's the most nervous I've ever been in my life, I well, think. Why is that? Because she's, it's a new drive. We just bought this car, <laughs> and she's driving in front of me. So she hasn't had a car at all before this? Not really, no. Oh, I mean, so she's, she's driven. Really, like, practiced in your guys' cars? Well, yeah, she's driven, but she hasn't had her own car. Oh, man, yeah, I can see why you're nervous. Well, how was, yeah, I was like, well, we just paid for this. It's rush hour. We're driving from Florence. My teenage daughter is on her own. And we get on the interstate, and it's just like Thunderdome, and I'm just like, please. <laughs> and people are trying to cut over in front of me. I'm like, no, no, you stay over there. I'm behind her. If someone's going to rear end her, it's me. All right? <laughs> so, But everything's good. She's good to go, and you're right on the gas. I mean, I've had to. I figured it had to be pretty good on gas. I had to tank it up a couple of times for her already 30 bucks That's to so fill. nice of you you're, yeah. you're a good dad i try Dave. i try now so, did your parents buy you a car for your first one my first one age? was a 1984 mercury lynx which was the oh. mercury version of the Ford Escort, which was very popular at the time, but mine was the least compact car. Yeah, so yeah. that's what I had. So, and that was uh, in eighty. I mean, it was in nineteen eighty four. Yes. Oh, so you got like a new? Oh, oh yeah. Well, dude. I got a new car. It probably cost seven thousand dollars because my dad went and got it without me. Uh, it. I. This is Tennessee, where it gets really hot in the summer. No AC and oh. an AM radio. I'm like, thanks, Dad. <laughs> but really, thanks, Dad. Yeah, it was Dad. a car. Yeah, it was yeah. a car. <laughs> First was an '86 Camaro, and I bought that in 2000. Oh, geez! <laughs> wow, that is old. Yeah, yeah right. five hundred dollars. I don't think so. it didn't have AC. It, it came with it from the factory. But. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't work. No. Well, I don't think Dara's driving on the roadways this morning, so uh, we should be safe out there. But let's check, Denise Johnson. What's up? B105, the Big Dave show. Uh, we were just talking about over the holiday break, uh, getting my daughter Dara her first car, a 2020 Hyundai Kona. A very nice little car there for her to zip around in. And uh, we were just curious about anybody that <laughs> had their first car and got into a little scrape with it right off the bat or maybe, you know, got pulled over immediately. And uh, Kathy wants to join in on this right now. Kathy, what happened to you? Um, my first time driving the first car that I got, I backed it straight into a ditch going out the driveway. <gasps> Did it do damage to the car? Just a little bit, but it was already pretty damaged enough. So. <laughs> oh, your parents knew better. They got you some, some beater of a they car. Did. Yeah, yeah. And what, what caused this oh, accident no. to happen? Um, there wasn't a rear view mirror on it. Oh, my it was goodness. In the front seat. What did they turn you loose in? I don't, you know, here... It was a Ford probe. Wow. They should have probed a little deeper on that one, you think? You're exactly right. All right. Well, congratulations <laughs> oh for that story. You're getting a pair of tickets to go see Cole Swindell at PNC Pavilion on June the 8th, okay? Awesome. Thank you so much. Oh, you got it. But hang on a second. And I think James, we're going to go ahead and do two pair here because James from Reading has a great story, too. What happened to you, buddy? So I was gifted, I say, a 1984 Dodge Caravan from my parents. <laughs> 
Oh, a mini a minivan? A minivan, yes. This was 1998. I was 18. Oh, was my man. First car. It was a 1984 minivan. It was gray. Uh, we call it the Silver Bullet. Yes. And, and uh, it had been fixed multiple, multiple times. So I was driving uh, up 71 North, going to a friend's house, and it died. I'm in the left lane. I had to shoot all the way over to the right lane. I coasted off the exit off of Fields Little Road, down the ramp. Uh, now, this is before the exit looks like it now. Uh, went through the light. It was green for me, and I was able to coast into the UDF parking lot, Shut where up. I had to, at that time, pick up a, or go to a payphone to make a phone call to tell my parents, hey, this car has died again. Can we get rid of it? <laughs> Dude, I just feel like I was just in the car with you on that wild <laughs> ride. I was leaning towards a T-bone at the intersection I thought was coming our way. But, oh, well, congratulations, James. You get a pair, too, buddy. Awesome. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Hopefully you're going to be riding to see Cole Swindell with Dylan Scott at PNC Pavilion on June 8th and something a little bit better than that whip. Yes, I am. <laughs> More of the Big Dave Podcast. Our good vibes today are coming out of Massachusetts, and uh, that's where you're going to find a waitress, 27-year-old Sori Cola. She works at My Diner there in Boston. And Sori, in 2024, has got a brand new car coming her way. Well, at least enough to make a down payment on a new car for her, because Sori is the latest recipient of one of these massive tips that people do when they get together around the holidays and have dinner, breakfast, whatever somewhere. They pool their money and give an outrageous tip to their server. And in my diner, that's where the $1,000 Breakfast Club of Boston, Massachusetts decided to have lunch one day. And Sori was their waitress. And at the end of the meal, Sori received $2,050 tip. From the $1,000 Breakfast Club. Cow. I know. They pool their money. And we hear about these every year around mm -hmm. the first of the year. The last one was a, a Waffle House waitress last year in Georgia. Got like $1,300 from a group down there of ladies who do that. But the $1,000 Breakfast Club said, let's go a little bit bigger. $2,050 they left for this 27-year-old waitress to get a new car with is what she's going to put it towards. I love this. And they encourage people. The $1,000 Breakfast Club says they want to inspire other people to do this as well. And so spread the joy. So get a group of like 30 people together. Say, hey, everybody bring $100 or something for a tip. And we're going to go somewhere and eat. And somebody is going to be the beneficiary of this. A little bit goes a long way. Oh, absolutely. So to the $1,000 Breakfast Club of Boston, Massachusetts, thank you for the good vibes and keep spreading. B105. More of the Big Dave Podcast. It's the Big Dave Show. Dad joke of the day on B105. Oh, we're in for a treat this morning. We have uh, the lovely Reagan. She is six years old, a first grader at Mount Oreb Elementary. Good morning, Reagan. Morning. All right. You ready to give us that dad joke, honey? Yeah. Let's have it. Where does the pencil like to go on vacation? Oh, I don't know. Where, Where does, does a pencil, pencil like, like to go, go on vacation? vacation? Pennsylvania. 
That's so sweet. I love it. Love it, Reagan. I hope you have a great day there at Mount Orb Elementary and you get five chocolate milks from the lunch lady today. Okay. Bye, sweetie. Bye. Thanks for checking out the Big Day Podcast, B105.com.